welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. Let's talk today about stretching and physical therapy. Again, I'm going to start with another medical disclaimer. Make sure that you're following the advice of your doctor. None of the things that I say in this podcast should be construed as medical advice, considering I'm not a medical professional. I am a parent, and I'm going to talk about the things that I have experienced as a parent. So I think this is a topic that is growing in conversation. I know some parents do some stretching, some parents do none. It's really dependent on what their medical professional has told them to do. So I'm strictly going to talk about what our experience with stretching and physical therapy has been for our cutie. So when we got out of cast and immediately went into Boots and Bar, we were given a uh, flyer to like kind of a handout, I should say, from our first doctor, who was our casting doctor and their physical therapy team about what sort of stretches we should be doing at home. So we would do the stretches after free time. We broke our free time up into 20 minute increments. So her 20 minutes was free, right? So that didn't include stretching. And then we would do the stretching before we put the boots back on after that. So three times a day, we were doing stretching. And the stretching was different in the beginning before we switched doctors. And this was more, um, it was more extensive, honestly. It was probably 10 minutes of different stretches in order to keep the foot, um, you know, just, I don't really know what the purpose of it was at the very beginning, if I'm being completely frank, right? We were just doing it because that's what the doctor told us to do. And so we were doing it much to the chagrin of my cutie at that time. There was a lot of um, crying during the stretching when we first, when she was transitioning. And you have to, you know, as a parent, you've kind of are overwhelmed. You're in it. You're trying to figure out the brace. You're doing the stretching. Your kid is crying the whole time. Baby's crying the whole time you're doing the stretching and you're just overwhelmed, right? And I think we, it took us a while. People kept telling us, oh, it's going to get better. Like she'll get used to it. She's just coming out of cast, right? Like her feet have been in cast for, you know, seven to 10 weeks. And so her feet are adjusting. She's in this medical device and then you're stretching her feet, but she will adjust to the stretches. So they kept telling us that. But as a parent, hearing your kid cry, it just was, it, it was heart-wrenching. And so I think it was difficult to get beyond that idea of, okay, it is going to get better, but I will say it did get better. Like she adjusted probably after a week of the stretching uh, she no longer was crying while we were doing it. While while she was in the adjustment phase, I will say as when we had the opportunity for us to split it up and each of us take one foot, we did that because it seemed quicker and more efficient. Let's get the stretches done. Let's get let's limit the crying to as much as possible and just move forward because you know my cutie's bilateral, so we had it on both feet. Uh, so that was our experience up front. Then we did that for the first few months before we switched to our other doctor. And that doctor's recommendation was to do 40 dorsiflexions and 40 
um, abductions out. Okay, so your dorsiflexion is where you're stretching the foot up, and then the abduction was stretching it out. So we would do 40 on each foot every time before we put on the boots and bar. So it was three times a day for at least the first 14 months of her life. We were doing it very consistently and we would we would joke that you know she was I mean honestly she can count to 40 very easily now and we'd if we remember saying as a baby like she's going to be able to count to 40 because you're like counting in your head and then we had found different songs you could sing like the ABCs was to a 40 count so we would sing that we would try to do some sort of distraction things in order to get uh, through the stretches with the minimal amount of um, issues as possible, right? Uh, so we would do that, and then we moved to doing that only twice a day because it would be before night and nap. And I think we did that twice a day until, I don't know, until she was probably two and a half or three and then we just moved down. Even though she was still napping, we would just move down to nighttime. And I think part of it was because we started to see, we would supplement our care. When COVID happened, um, it became much more difficult to travel to see our doctor on a regular basis. So we decided to supplement with seeing a physical therapist near us who we had seen from the beginning, who we absolutely loved. You guys know that if you listen to this or you've read the book, you know we love our physical therapist. So we decided to continue kind of ramp up seeing him. So we had somebody that had hands-on feet, checking her flexibility, mobility, all of those things on a more regular basis. So when she got older, it was kind of this knowledge that as a as a toddler, she was more active. So the stretching didn't need to be as manual. It could be through play. It was doing things like walking on the couch cushions and on an unstable surface, like walking up the ramp, walking up a slide, you know, like sort of things that would naturally do some stretching through play rather than us manually doing it. And we continued with the stretching at night because one, it was routine, and two, because it had us have hands on feet every day. I'm also a big proponent of that with the stretching is that it gives parents a good gauge all the time on their flexibility. So we know if there is a change because that will be something that your doctor will ask you if you have a concern about relapse. They're going to say, well, has there been a change in flexibility? So my husband and I constantly compare notes of like, oh, that one's feeling a little bit tight or that one's not. And he's like, really? I feel like the other one's tight. And so the story is not always consistent, but the two of us are always, we have two people that are constantly having her their hands on her feet in our household, but then can report whether they think there is a change. So that's why also why we continue and honestly why we've continued thus far. I mean, she's almost done and we're still doing stretches every single night. There became a period with our cutie where when she was first diagnosed with the ITP and she had a really low platelet count, we discontinued some of the manual stretching for a while because us holding her foot and then holding her leg to do the stretches was causing bruises on her 
feet. Not that it was causing her pain, but just we had worked, we saw our physical therapist and we talked about what that would look like. And so we did more, we would hold the stretch and account for 40 as opposed to constantly moving just so there was less chance of bruising in that area. Um, so there was a probably a two to three month stint where we did that. And that's when we bought the Dorsey ramp which we have, I, I have pictures on my Instagram about where she will, we bought that from Amazon and where she will stand on that ramp for a minute, two minutes at a time just to get that stretch. And so we started to ramp up that for a while, but then we went back to the stretching routine once we felt like we had a, uh, a better handle on the bruising and the ITP and we still continue that to this day. So I think stretching is something that you work with your doctor on. I think stretching is also, there's this piece of strength and mobility as well. It's not, um, it's an overall foot, like lower limb deformity. That's what club foot is if in all of that. And so it's talking about how do we strengthen that? How do we continue to help grow the flexibility, maintain that, and keep strength up. If there was something that, if you listen to the Dr. Rodriguez podcast, it really reaffirmed to me, and honestly, in a way, made me rethink about how we're going to handle the end of bracing, because I think that the stretching and strength and a lot of what she talked about in that episode about maintaining that, focusing on that after, especially after bracing, uh, made a lot of sense to me. And so for me, I've talked to our physical therapist about what that will look like when we're done and how we can continue to work with her um, after the bracing is done in the hopes that we can continue her mobility, her flexibility, and her overall strength in her feet. So I think that there is a lot of for us, there has been a lot of positives in stretching and there haven't been any reason not to do it for us, right? There wasn't any sort of reason saying, oh, this isn't a good idea. We shouldn't do this. So it just became part of the routine. And now as we move forward, we're going to be looking into how can we do clubfoot specific stretches when we are done with bracing to help with um, that maintenance of her feet and to continue that strength. And I think the Dr. Rodriguez podcast really enlightened that for me about how we can adjust the way that um, we personally do the end of bracing. And like I said, I mean, that's all stuff that you have to work with your medical professional about. But as a parent, it made sense to me to go, okay, yes. I think I also, like, let's just be straight, you guys know, I am kind of worried about the end of bracing and it feels like, so what, are we just done? Like, we just don't do anything now? Like, for five years, I've been, like, on a daily grind of getting these boots and bar on and then it's just, like, magically we're done. And I've learned that it's a corrected club foot, but a club foot is not a, it's not a cure. It's not like her club foot is the same as a regular foot. And so... It helps me to think that there is something that I can continue to do to help with her overall foot development 
as a parent at home through stretching and physical therapy. So in my mind, it gives me something to focus on after we are at the end of bracing. So anyways, that was kind of our stretching journey. I think that it's been helpful for us, like I said. And so it's something definitely to think about as a parent and talk to your medical team about and see what their recommendations are. And I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of what we experienced with our cutie. So as always, thanks for listening. And if you found this episode helpful, please share. I um, am hoping that these little episodes are helpful for you guys. They're a little bit more practical. Um, so it's just short and sweet. So you guys can just hear our experience and Hopefully you'll find something in there. And if you need to get in contact with me, you can do so through my website at marinehoff.com or my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.